girls there are so many stereotypes about greek people and i hate to admit it but some of them are definitely true like i don't know let's go through them and see what stereotypes are about the greek people all right i'm gonna start off so we have greeks are hairy the malia lots of hair Ooh. all right greek guys yeah, but well, Greek women. The, I thought we did a whole episode on this. So that kind we of did. We know. did. We did. And that's you okay. Know, I had one friend. I had one friend. Um, he's He considers himself a clown. And whenever he is trying to joke me or reference me being Greek, whenever he's trying to joke me, he sends me different pictures and memes of kim kardashian but she is hairy like chewbacca have you ever seen this no just me no i've seen them and then that oh. boy he deserves the padofla but see even that's a stereotype did anyone actually ever get hit with their shoe their parents shoe before yeah yas, yeah and the yes. of course the wooden spoon we can't i used to get the waffle prints on the sides of my thighs from the bottoms of my dad's shoes yeah I deserved it, though. I was only ever hit with one once. Okay, I don't know about this one. Uh, about uh, Greeks read their coffee cups. Oh, that's me. I'm definitely Felizani reader. I love reading a coffee cup. I never was. Every single coffee I drink, like I have to flip it over. Every single cup. I got really good at it. My theater was really good at it. And everything she would like read would come true. It was very scary. When I'm drinking Greek coffee, definitely, but I it's few and far between. Like, I mean, I drink Nescafe, but that doesn't really leave any kind of residue. And then I drink American filtered stuff or Starbucks. But when I drink that parrot coffee, oh, I'm quite- yeah, yeah, and you know, you have to have the gift for it as well. You know, some some people are really good at reading it, and some of them they just they can't do it. Okay, how about this one? This is a really funny one. Greeks can make you Greeker. <laughs> oh, I definitely It's so true. <laughs> I've definitely gotten Greeker around you girls for sure. Absolutely. Well, think about it. Like you can you can actually use Greek words and you can have Greek mannerisms and I don't know. I feel more Greek talking to you guys. Oh, yeah. Mannerisms be, Vespina. Are you trying to say that Greek people talk with their hands and are loud? Oh, my mom always says that. She's like, okay, Teleone, that's enough, okay? And she'll like get so mad. Like when she's around like people, like a church or whatever, does she get really loud? Because I've noticed that about my mom. My mom will be like silencing me and like literally she'll like raise her eyebrows or like say, like, she's like mean about it too. She's not nice. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then I'll like she'll be around other people and I'll be like four rooms over and I'll hear her. Cafe for I So every time we're out, myself and my kids, um, it always sounds like they're screaming at me. And like I genuinely get frustrated with them and I ask them, why are you yelling at me? And my best friend who's typically hanging out with us, she'll always point out that it's me, that apparently I'm the loud one and they get it from me. But I don't, I don't hear it. I don't think I'm very loud. I always got growing up that my voice carries. Patricia, your voice carries. I'm like, carries where? 
But like, even as a teacher now, my colleagues will tell me they can hear me down the hallway. And I don't even think I'm talking that loudly. So I don't, I, I can't disagree with this stereotype because definitely go from like zero to 60 real quick. There's definitely that difference between thinking I'm loud in my normal, casual, excited conversation versus wanting to be loud. When I raise my voice to talk to my kids, like you can hear me in other people's houses and I'm not even, it's not even my max capacity volume, like not even close. If I'm out at the beach with friends and they are trying to get the attention of their kids, like, you know, two, 300 feet out in the water, you know, they're like, Despina, can you please, you know, and I just, I go stand at the water's edge and all the kids look at me like immediately. I'm the person at concerts screaming and the people in the, the crowd with me will turn around and look at me and I'm too loud for them at concerts. It happens. Um, okay. You guys, I don't know. For me, I feel like this is so accurate and like, I feel like most Greeks are loud and, but I feel like for me, for example, like I always like, I'm like, if, if I'm talking about something, it's like, it's just like, we're passionate, you know, and we're like expressing ourselves. And like, I don't know, we, we like talk with our hands a lot. Like, I'll, uh, like, if I'm really excited, you're going to get a smack. And you're going to like, and I don't even mean to smack you. It's just like a natural reaction to like, kind of like, like Sipna, I'm talking and you better listen. Okay. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm the same. I'm exactly the same. Like, right. Like there's so much, like, I just have to tell you, I'm so excited about it because like, honestly too, I feel like Greeks are very impactful and how we are, like you always know where there's a Greek restaurant or a Greek person, like, and you're talking to somebody and you don't even know that they're Greek yet. And they're like talking and you're like, where are you, where's your family from? And they're like, oh, well, like I'm Italian or this. And then like my mom's Greek. And I'm like, oh, you're me. You're my people. Like I got you now, but no, I, uh, I definitely have hit people when I talk or I get really excited and I've had to like downplay it a little. And it's weird because it actually changes the way that you function with other humans. I feel like your personality, like when you like are around like sunny people and you're like, oh, wait, I have to like not be so loud. And then you like try to modulate your voice and it just comes out sounding ridiculous. Have you guys ever noticed that? Like you go out and you're like, I got to behave. I'm in a, like a work setting or I like, I got to behave like these people don't, they don't know how to handle my like quiet voice. So I got to be like whispering and then you sound ridiculous because that's like my everyday in America. I'm definitely a very handsy person. So I will touch people. I like hugging people. Is that a thing? Do you guys hug people? Are you guys huggers? Or is that just a pre-COVID thing? I'm a big hugger. Major hugger. Major. Like everyone. I'm like, hey, oh my gosh. I I love you. Come here. Bring it in. Bring it in. Into my bosom. (laughs) Come. Come here. Let me take care of you. (laughs) Yes. I, uh... I definitely love being touched and I love touching, not my love language. Um, I love if the Greek like grandma was like listening and she'd be like, your love language really 
like that's a stereotype right there. But um, no, I uh, ever since the pandemic, I like I want like the Greek hugs. You know what I mean? Like, and when you're in Greece and you get the kisses on the cheek and you get the hugs, and everyone has to like see you, even if you didn't see him like two hours before. We're here. I feel like in America, it's like if I've seen you today, we don't need a hug so much. But I I love the seeing you like every five minutes and hugging you. I love that. I'm so I'm so extra I do the same thing like I don't even care like now I'm like even before I was like oh pandemic come here let me hug you (laughs) come close I kiss you too (laughs) do you ever have to like explain it though like sorry I'm a hugger like you know like just no I just hug them well, I hug, but then I'm just like, I, I feel like I have to apologize because people aren't used to that. Like, they're just culturally, like, you know, they want to, I don't know, social you know anxiety, what? I guess. That's I really weird. I had a coworker today ask me if they could hug me. Oh. And I'm like, of course. <laughs> Bring it in. Bring it in. Consent is the topic of the year. Is it? I don't know. Not with Greek people. Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> what are you even talking are, about? There are no personal bubbles or boundaries or anything like that in with this culture. No, none. I'll eat off your plate with my fork. Look at her face. <laughs> no, okay. no, I I'm a big sharer of my food, and um, you know, unless it's cheese, we all. I don't know my thing with cheese, but um, again, I will order enough cheese to share with you. Just do not take my portion of cheese and we will be fine. But it was so funny because um, in, in a Greek household, like, yeah, there is enough food, but like everyone's kind of like, oh, that piece of tomato looks better. I want your piece of tomato. The five on my plate aren't good enough. I want your piece of tomato or like, I want your cheese or I want your piece of meat. Like, it's just like, you want what that one little bite extra or like, say, you have like baklava and you had your portion and like, you know, I don't know if Danae does this with McDarius, like you usually do it with like a loved one or a mom or your friend, depending on the relationship. But like, you're like, I just want one extra piece of like spanakopita or I want like one little bite with my fork or I want like one little piece of filo. Like, have you ever taken a f- piece of like a layer of the filo off of someone's plate, like off of someone's baklava and just eaten like the honey drizzled filo? Listen, if you grab a piece of phyllo off my plate, I'm smacking you with that fork. But you don't just eat my said that. Don't eat my phyllo. No, what I'm saying is like, for example, if like I'm sitting down with my dad and we're eating at the table, like we will have a bowl of the salad that we, it's the community bowl. Because, you know, it's not germs for us, I guess. Maybe that's weird. Like, I don't need to like scoop that on my plate. Now, granted, when I'm with Xani, I, you know, I have a salad bowl or a salad plate or something special. I make a little corner on my own plate, but I have like no issue with my dad of us just like fork fighting in the freaking tomatoes. It just, it depends. It calls to you and you just have to go for it. I mean, eating out of, I mean, like I, I definitely, I'm aggressive with my food if I'm hungry. Like if I'm eating a salad and you want to get a fork, you're more than welcome to get a fork, but feel like the community bowl like we need like a plate and like portion control i'm saying i'm eating with my dad i'm not talking about like i mean if like the four of us were sitting down i i wouldn't foresee us you know community bowl fork fighting over the tomatoes and who gets the cucumber no No, i'm just getting stabbed for the phyllo 
For but, but with the but community bowl though, I have a feta, question. Don't touch my feta. Sorry. I have a question about the community bowl though. Do you do the community bowl with metopsomi for the salad dressing, where like everyone just like goes to town, everyone has their little piece of bread, you you're dipping it into the leftover salad dressing. Is that, that acceptable? That's yes. acceptable. 100%. Or do you guys, do you have the, um, what do they call it? Like the rusk, the, the hard bread that you have in the bottom? Like the kiriti bread. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, that's absolutely acceptable, Patricia. You are more than welcome to stick your bread in my oil. Oh, <laughs> I see how, how this uh, relationship is, is <laughs> developing. <laughs> um, it was actually really funny um, that you said feta this, because you know, that's another stereotype is that Greeks love their feta. Um, so apparently you are that stereotype. But are we wrong? Is it wrong? Do we not love our feta? Because I love it. I love it. I love it so much. I used to actually, my dad would tell me, okay, so where his auto shop used to be when I was growing up, there was a bread factory and we would pass Costco and he would go get our um, weekly ration of feta because you have to have that daily. And we would get fresh bread and we'd be sitting in the car and he'd be ripping out the bread and I'm in the passenger seat and just, ah, you know, but oh, we'd get home. Huh? Those are good memories. I have memories like that. Those are good yeah. memories. But we would get home and I'd be like, all right, break out the feta. I want some feta. And he'd be like, no, you got stuff to do. And it's like, excuse me? What? Like, we were just having a thing. We need to continue this thing. We're in the house now. Like, I'm expecting more of this thing. And with the feta now. And be like, no, you got to go clean your room. I would actually, like, get, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Bribed to do things in my house for feta. <laughs> bribed for feta. You're such a Greek girl. <laughs> Anyone else bribed for food to do things? Oh, I was going to go back to the communal uh, bowl where everyone just goes in there like I don't know I was gonna say like my my family would do the same thing <laughs> depends on the situation usually like it's like a salad like a Greek salad or whatever and it'd be like that's well, okay like you know sometimes you'd put it on our we'd put it on our plates or whatever but like you know and the uh, off occasion you're just like okay it's fine <laughs> and then driving like to go get bread that's a total thing too like me and my mom would totally do that. <laughs> like you gotta get and one then, loaf for dinner and one to pinch on the way home. That's right. Yeah, those are facts right there. Uh so you're saying, Danae, that you guys didn't do like a bowl of avocado that you all like shared together. It was like a salad. <laughs> Girl, are you kidding me? No. <laughs> do you want my mom to spoon feed me too? <laughs> I mean, kind of, but like, okay, okay, come on, here's a stereotype. Um, how many dishes do like your parents or Yaya's have in their house? Like, do you guys have like the table of dishes that never get touched or like the boxes of like Tupperware or empty yogurt containers? And it's like, how many actually, like, how many families actually have so many? Tupperware or plates, and we all eat from the same bowl or the same plates every single night. Is that not a stereotype? It's true, though, and I'm so guilty of this. I have like different sets of plates, and like I live by myself. You tell me why. I have like the set that's all white, and then I have like the plastic set that I 
like just use for snacks. And then I have like the ones that are from my old apartment, from my first apartment when I was like in college. And then I have these like very Grecian, navy blue and white. And I went to like every single home goods, TJ Maxx in like the tri-state area looking for the whole complete set. And they're still sitting in the cabinet, half of them with the price tag still on them because I've never used them. You're, you can return those though. They have TJ Maxx. They got the price tag. You can return that stuff. There's another stereotype. Greeks who return things, buy things and then return things. Okay. I have to bring up one stereotype. I feel like this one is like huge. The word, the word Opa. 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 How often do you use it? Probably almost never. Honestly. Yeah. I, when do I use it? In our podcast. I use it. To cover the swears. <laughs> I mean, there, yes, okay. Interesting. I use it every day. Stop it. Yeah, really? like, yeah, because I work with kids, right? And like, when they fall down, fall down, or where like something's about to fall, I'm like, oh, oppa, like, or whatever, you know? And like, I don't know. I don't know if that's like, that's what we would do, like, in like my family. Like, I feel like, we're, yeah, if something's like about to fall, you're like, and you like catch it and you're like, oh, you know, Alopa, you know, like, oh, that's, that's adorable. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to start doing it though now. Okay. Yeah. I could just see you now with your kids like, Opa. <laughs> <laughs> I do it like at uh, restaurants or uh, if I'm out like at a grocery store, I've done it like where like someone breaks something or like something drops. And I'm like, Opa. It's good luck now. You have good luck. Kaliti. Yeah, see? You use it too when things fall. But I don't do it alone. I don't like I only do it if I'm around people. And I usually do it like if somebody looks like they feel guilty or like they're embarrassed. I'm like, oh but like you're at a party, it's fine. Like you're all good. Like don't worry about it. Now that I'm thinking about this, I I feel like I have probably used Opa, but just not soberly. Like, it's probably been something that I'm like, the life of the party. I'm like, Opa! Or, you, know, you know, like in one of those situations. But I, I'm the same thing as uh, this. But I don't, I don't use it. Unless Patricia, I'm like, going to be funny. Patricia, you're just like, rah, 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 Opa! <laughs> We're here. Forget the Jersey Shore. We're Opa. <laughs> We're loud. Get crazy. And Opa. <laughs> That's another stereotype that we dance with gonna- tables. I was going to say, I get excited and I'll say Ella, but I don't say Opa. I'll work on it. I'll be more Greek. Don't worry. I also feel like I feel the weirdest saying it when I Greek dance. Because I feel like it's not, like, I feel like it's, like, so st- so stereotypical, like, of using that word when when we dance. But, and, like, I don't know. That's just me. And I feel like it's, like, now I can't even say it when I dance because it's just like expected it's kind of like, weird too when they say it I feel like at the festivals and stuff when people say opa I'm like ooh, that just doesn't sound I want like opa to be like when you fall when you break things you know and talking about like yelling opa when dancing another stereotype of us breaking the plates I've never seen anyone break a plate I haven't either like, what no, not like a whole bunch of them at a wedding, what? like how I supposedly am supposed to be seeing them. And I've been not just- even like the plate chopping. No, only only on the on the Instagrams. I see this and the book face. Well, 
I mean, now it's expensive and it's dangerous and they do the flowers. Have you seen, I mean, you've seen the flowers, yes, at like the buzuki and the clubs, but that's because they sweep them up, then they put them back on the trays and then they sell the trays for another freaking hundreds of euros and it's crazy. Yeah. Plates, yes. Uh, plates do get, uh, I feel broken a lot when, uh, someone's doing a Zebekiko classic. Um, it does happen here. It does occasionally, but, uh, it's always like a, spe- it's, it's a very special, I feel like moment or where like, or someone's just, you know, had a couple too many to drink and they're like, I'm going to the back of the kitchen and I'm going to go find some plates. Like this is happening and they're on a mission. Do you find that happens like in Canada and America or do you find that happens while you're in Greece more? Uh, I find it happens here more. I don't think I've ever smashed plates in. Oh, wait, maybe that's a lie. I've never seen it happen in Greece when I've been in Greece. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I'm like, I'm trying to jog my memory here, but I maybe I think probably at like my Thea's wedding, maybe or something, but I can't even recall, to be honest. So maybe that is kind of stereotypical, maybe like Greek, American, Canadian stuff. I don't know. Maybe we need to like call up some Greeks uh, like in Greece and find out because I don't know, man. We're going to need to take a poll for sure. And oh, definitely. Yes, for sure. Definitely. Okay, so here's my question. Here's another stereotype. Greeks are never wrong. We're never wrong. No, absolutely. I'm never wrong. I know you girls are never wrong. Clearly, we're always right. Alicia, Inesosto. It's true. And we have a lot of pride, and everything is the best because it's Greek. And Greeks invented everything, right? I was going to say, we know everything because we invented it. <laughs> this is very true. Unfortunately, I do know some people, Greek people, that are like this. But what can we do? It's interesting that, yes, they do fall into that stereotype where they have to, like, educate you on everything, even though you obviously know it is the opposite of what is correct. And you have to sit there and smile because you're not going to win arguing with them. Kimonos from the word kimono. Because you wear it in the cold. Listen, that sounded very logical and reasonable to me. Okay. I mean, it probably wasn't wrong, but <laughs> it wasn't right either. <laughs> I'm at the Google. Well, I actually, anyways. Um, now, have you ever tried um, arguing with a Greek person? Yeah, it and sucks. How- <laughs> like, how do you do that, Danae, like with your husband who is Greek? How does that work? Is that a stereotype? Or is it like, like, yeah, how does that work? Who, who like, went the Or do you guys like, just call draws? I don't know. I think it's because, like, I'm a halfer. And, like, I feel like I have a little, like, a part of me is, like, you know, a little bit more rational. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're laughing, Patricia. I see you. I know. And Laurel, too. Uh, that's okay. But it's true. The, I, I, the <laughs> rational I, side is the extended right. side. <laughs> But it's true. I don't know. Like, I I feel like I feel like uh okay, I might have like 
I'll be like, okay, I'll be like more like, okay, listen, like, uh, you're, I might say like, you're wrong, but then, um, I will eventually come around and then it'll be like, okay, you're right. And then classic Nectaro will be like, see, you don't listen to me. You never listen to me. And then he'll like rub it in my face. That's how it works. That's another stereotype, the uh, never letting it go. Okay. Like how many of you like are still trying to live down what you did when you were like five years old? Well, first of all, with the whole letting it go thing, sometimes people just need to be reminded that they've been wrong. So they need to stop. (laughs) I'm serious. They need to stop arguing with me because they have a track record of just being wrong. But you know what? I feel like, I don't know. I know what you mean, Vespina, but like, I, I don't know. Sometimes it's uh, when you're right, you're right. And it's going to be, yeah, see, that's the other side, the Greek side, where it's like there is no rational side sometimes. Like the Greek kind of overpowers sometimes. But listen, so- there is reasoning behind everything. Sincerely, everything that I do, I have thought about it unbeknownst to me like all the different angles and things i'm just right i I, it's it's uh, hmm. i know for example example, my even my father and he's greek he thinks i'm bat crazy especially when it comes to like my cleaning in my house okay my i have two sponges at my sink okay they're color-coded with my freaking dish soap so if there's ever, I don't want to wash my counters or excuse me, I don't want to wash my dishes with counter spray laid in sponges. That's disgusting to me. So if there's ever a question, you come to my house and you're like, oh, I want to wipe this thing off the counter because, you know, you do that when you're Greek people and you're like intermingling, cooking and touching things and helping yourself to other people's things. If you want to wipe something off the counter, there's no question what sponge to use. The one that's the same color as my dish soap is the one I use for my dishes. Period. Doesn't that make sense? Yes. Totally does. Yes. I, I right? the same thing. The blue sponge and the blue dish soap. And the yellow sponge the is room. for the If top. somebody says, which one do I use? The one that matches the dish soap. Like, there you go. I don't have to remember. Oh, Hoppa. did I get the green one this week? Is it the orange sponge? Is it blue? No, it matches the dish soap, period. The fact that we are debating this, I think that definitely proves that the stereotype is true. <laughs> and another <laughs> one would be uh, this, our, the cleanliness, like the Greek mothers that have to have everything so precise, so pristine as I'm looking in the background of like, my room right now and seeing the disastrous mess and I just want to get up and like tidy everything up I don't know like it's it's definitely a stereotype okay my closet is color-coded I can take my camera if you'd like to see so I like seriously everything for me is color-coded it's easier when I want to find my outfits like it saves time it saves time um going to a therapist and explaining greek ocd (laughs) therapist no like why is your why why can't you invite anyone over well because my closet's messy or like my bathroom this or like I have to spend three hours making sure that the kitchen is organized and I mean organized no, I don't no, no, no. in the closet stuffed away 
Like, do your parents do this where they, they have to like, even that, that table that has all the random dishes, they have to be stacked and cleaned and they wash everything for guests. And you're like, they're literally in, and then they come in and they're, they don't even go into that room. They don't even go in the room that you spent five hours cleaning, waiting for them to come and do it. Like everything is like always like some type of like emergency, like it's an emergency and someone like, or like they like ding dong on the bell and you have to like sit them outside for like 20 minutes while you like rush to make sure you're presentable. Anyone else have that problem? Not necessarily to that point, but my dad always told me like people look at the corners of your house. That's so true. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. And, and, and the, the baseboards. Yep. Yep. I, I, that's my, I go, that's the first thing my eye goes like thing right to the baseboard. And I'm like, are they really clean or are they exactly. just surface clean? Yes, yes ma'am. Real. Yep. And really? see, the thing you is, guys- some, people, some people mistake it as lazy. Um, or excuse me, the way that I put it off is there is that stereotype of people being lazy. I don't look at myself as lazy. I don't want to spend an entire Sunday cleaning. I think that's ridiculous. I don't want to spend that much time cleaning. So my thing is, is if you take a cup out of the cabinet... You need to put it back in the cabinet. So that means you drink your cup, you wash your cup, you put it back. And if you just keep doing that, your house is always clean. I'm crazy. I understand. I will accept it. Okay. This is a classic line. I don't know if you guys say it. Whenever somebody walks into your home, even though you've like immaculately like scrubbed it down, you always you always say, oh, um, my my mouse my house is a mess. My house is a mess. Please excuse the mess. Meanwhile, you've spent like freaking six hours cleaning it. Cause like you never know. There could be something somewhere that somebody notices. Okay. I don't know. That's I always say that. It's giving always. you an out. It's giving you an excuse. If you accidentally miss something and somebody does notice it, like they look at that corner or you missed that baseboard, immediately that gives you your out. Yep. I feel you. And and it's all about time efficiency. Seriously, I don't have time to sit here and do that all day long. No. But here's the thing too, like people say that I've I've noticed that a lot of Greeks say things like that. Like please excuse this or you know, the excuse for being late, which we should, you know, the late is a is a is a good one. But um, you know, it's like sometimes you have the Greek piles and stuff, you know what I mean? Like it's like, oh, please excuse the mess. And someone's like, oh, no, your house is amazing. It's beautiful. It's so clean. I wish my house looked like this. You know, you get the compliment back. It's like, I feel like it's more like Greek fishing for compliments. It's like, oh, like someone's like, oh, your hair looks really nice today. And you're like, oh, really? Like, I have to get it cut. Like, it's kind of like we either want compliments or we like kind of shy away from compliments. It's like, I don't know. I feel like you can't win. Dude, we always want compliments. What are you talking about? Are you kidding me? My favorite today, some someone made a compliment on my hair today. And I'm like, really? I'm like, I just had a shower and uh woke up like this. So thank you so much. I'm gonna take that one. (laughs) See, but you always have to be like, oh, it took me no time at all. I just rolled out of bed like this. This is how I look. What? Me? Oh, no. No, but stop. How many, times, how many times have you taken those compliments and said, oh, thank you. I'm Greek. Oh, I haven't done that uh, yet. Maybe I what? should. All the time. All the time. Oh, thank you. I'm Greek. Hair. I, yes, skin, the hair. The hair. Anything. Is- 
Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, your hair is so thick. It's so nice. I'm like, oh, thanks. I'm Greek. Another pickup line at the bar. Your hair is so thick. <laughs> your hair is as thick as your colo. That that would make you Greek. That would that that yep. Uh, that would that would be my yep. I am Greek. And you I gotta respond like with a rap song. Yeah, that. And you gotta respond though when they do try and like compliment you. Be like, which hair are we talking about? My unibrow or my mustache? The one on the big toe. <laughs> oh I'm dead, you guys. I can't. I can't even right now. <laughs> Okay, so that's my favorite stereotype of Danae, actually. That's, like, my thing that I love most about Danae is how she's Greek-Canadian, but she sounds so Greek where she translates uh, demboro, because in Greece you'll hear, like, demboro like, when they're laughing, and they're like, oh, demboro. But, like, Danae will go, oh, I can't, eh? Oh, eh, I can't. And it's just, like, the cutest thing ever, and it's my favorite thing in the world. Did I actually say eh? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. And the aboot? I love it. It's so cute. Really? I say oh that? God. Really? That's weird. What the heck? It's so cute. You're like, oh, I can't. Oh, my God, I can't. No. Ugh. Hey, I can't. It's, but so, so, ca- it's so Canada. So Canada. It's, yeah. so <laughs> it's the Greek American, Greek Canadian. It's just so, it's so perfect. It's, I love it. Um, but that's like the thing about these stereotypes, right? Like, don't you kind of love them? I mean, I hate when people call me loud. Don't get me wrong. You call me loud. We're going to have fighting words. But like Greek 300 will come out with you if you call me loud. Um, They're not going to be just fighting words. They're going to be loud fighting words. Do you guys do that? If anyone calls you loud, do you kind of get louder? As like you kind of get like rebellious or is that just me? Yeah, especially with my mom. My mom. Our mom, she keeps yelling at me to lower my voice. And uh, yes. And then I put her in a room with a bunch of Greek people and she's like, you're quiet. And I was like, yeah, I am. Thank you very much. But like, I sometimes sit in a room for all Greek people too. And I'm like, wow, we are not quiet people like at all. No wonder we're so open with each other. Cause like you can hear us in the other side of the store. Like, There's no secrets either. Cause we're so loud. We can't whisper. Oh, that's a good one. Are you guys allowed to have uh, secrets? Like, did you guys have secrets in your family? No, I don't allow them. At least not like between myself and my, I mean, okay, maybe they're like in which aspect? Yeah, I think it depends on what the secret is. I mean, if you are leaving the house and like normally a kid in normal situations, maybe I was just in an abnormal situation, but um like you would never lie about where you were going or try to sneak out you kind of just like would tell people like oh yeah no like my mom would always ask like where are you going and I'd be like I have a date with a boy she's like have fun but I was never allowed to lie ever and I always had to like say the truth I've like never and then I've noticed that in other Greek families where like they're just really open and truthful about what they're doing or where they're going like it's not like a quiet thing like even in Greece like my cousin, when she was younger, she'd go to clubs and bars and do things, but her mom would always know where she was. That's so true. Like, I don't know. I was always raised that if I lied about that, something bad would happen and that no one would know where I was. And like, even to this day, I went um, hiking a couple weeks ago at some random spot. 
I airdropped my location to my parents because I was like, if I end up like disappearing, falling off a cliff, like getting hurt or something happens and no one knows where I was for the day. Like I rather somebody know. Yeah. My mom used to say, um, I don't care what you do. I don't care. Like, even if you murder someone, like if you lie to me, I can't help you. Okay. You guys, I don't know. I don't lie anymore, but I have like, for example, when I was like, you know, maybe 16, 17, 18 from there, um, me and uh, we were over at uh, my parents' house and uh, we're like, oh, like, what are we going to do? Like, we we're going to go to a party or whatever. But like, of course, like we couldn't buy alcohol because, you know, we weren't allowed. We're, uh, we're underage. Um, and uh, so my parents had like a liquor cabinet, but my parents would never drink. They never drink ever. So it'd be like immaculate, beautiful whatever liquor cabinet uh my parents were not home and um we decided to fill up a water bottle classic and do uh a good old mix so it's like you take only (laughs) you take like almost like half a shot of like each whatever thing is going on in your liquor cabinet fill it up in that bottle and uh you know eventually would start to go down because you know how many after each party or whatever you know you're gonna go back right so i ended up one at least one of the bottles i know for sure like the vodka one of the vodka bottles i started filling up with water because you know it's gotta look full it wasn't even it wasn't supposed to be opened but it's already opened and done so now it's full of water sitting in the cabinet And I don't know how many years later, my mom goes to open it and to like make a drink. And she's like, what? She like makes this drink. She's like, it tastes like what? Like nothing. Like there is no liquor in this. And then uh, and then uh, she just like knew she's like, then I like how many of these, how many bottles are like these in here? And I'm like, I don't know. And who said I did it? I, I don't know who did it. Don't ask. Don't blame me right away. So I don't know. So maybe there are a couple secrets, you know? No, but those are like teenage secrets. Like we all have those. That's like a normal one. But I mean, like you, you, your parents know where you're going. Like, I just feel like Greek families like know each other's business. Dude, we communicate four times a day. We're on the phone four times a day, at least that's minimum. What do you do? Good morning. I get a good, we get a good morning message or text or phone call afternoon. Like I'm wait, I already talked to her after work. I'm going to get another phone call. Wait, you'll see. We communicate. Everyone's very tight knit. That's just how it works. And if you don't communicate, where the heck are you? And why haven't you called? Why haven't you invited her either? Right. Do you feel like you take everyone with you too in a Greek world? Like if you're in the same city or town, like everyone is always there. Always. You invite everyone. No one is left out. Is that anyone else? Are you talking about like friends? Yeah. Like friends or family. Like if they're Greek and you're going somewhere Greek, you invite the Greek people. Uh, yes and no. <laughs> She's like, no, I've definitely. Depends on the situation. <laughs> I don't have enough Greek people in my physical life to like have that be my stereotype. 
unfortunately. I mean, even like with us, okay, back to what um, the day saying about communicating, even with us, we like communicate 5,000 times a day. And like, I don't know, we're just, I feel like it's a quicker, easier bond with other Greeks as well. And like, even I've had like Seni friends and they're like, oh, you know, you're too close with your family. I'm like, dude, too close. Like what, how do you think we're too close? I don't even think I'm as close as like my other Greek friends are with their families. Like I moved out at, you know, 24 years old and um, my other friends still stayed home. I mean, they're staying home until their wedding day. So, you know, I'm, I'm very modern, you know, moving out so young. How old are they? Are they married? My friends that aren't married that are my age, they lived at home until they got married. Like even my cousins, they were engaged. They had homes that they purchased, but did not move in out of their parents' house until that wedding night. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Stop it. I had friends that like lived with their parents until they were like 30, bought a house and then moved into the house. No, I have friends. They're 36, 37. They're just getting married and they're just moving out. So I'm like, but you're telling me I'm too close with my family just because I tell my mom where I'm going. So nobody kidnaps me. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's a very different thing. You guys, I don't know. I, 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 I'm like the opposite. I went from like living and growing up with my parents to like moving to like my husband's parents home okay so like i don't know like keeping it really close around here you're living the dream listen vancouver's expensive man like you gotta have you gotta have a couple million okay you can compa- you can't compare uh the states like i don't know i guess real estate to for example vancouver it's like oh, ridiculous oh it's up there especially so Coast, it's up there. Yeah, I'm serious. When you guys have time, go look it up and you guys will be crying. You will literally cry. And I, uh, that's just the way it is. <laughs> I kind of really like it, though. It's one of the stereotypes I really like. I don't necessarily like um, that the boys live at home until they're married and that the moms do their laundry and cook for them. Like when I am in my, um, like when I'm in my like family's house and like, the yayas cook all day and my 30 year old cousins sit down and do absolutely nothing to help i i it i i can't even express how annoyed it makes me because i i understand that it brings people joy to make food and stuff and i enjoy it too but they literally every single day like they don't even like wash a dish they don't even like go and buy food one day to give back it's just take 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 and it's too much taking um but i really love the family dynamic and I really think that that's one of the best things about uh, Greece is how much family means to us and how it's not weird like I moved back home I moved out when I was 17 went to college and lived with my grandma when she got sick but my grandma had like a five-bedroom house and I was at one end of the house and she was at the other end of the house and then she died and then I moved all over the world and then I came back and then the pandemic happened but same situation with my mom's house like she's never here like, so it's like, but it's so nice to have your mom around. I don't know. I really like it. I mean, I do miss, I really miss living on my own though. I really like it. But I love that about Greeks that we're all so close. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I feel like family is everything. And if like you don't have family, then I don't know. What do you have? That's just the way I kind of roll. And family is like, I don't know. Yeah. Family is everything, man. And I love them. 
Even though they drive me crazy, I still love it. I love the crazy that family gives you. It's a good stereotype to have. Like, it's good to have the family, especially even if you have a small family. It's very close knit. Like, for me, I, I like I don't know any other way. The furthest I've ever lived is an hour away from my family. So I've always had everyone nearby. I grew up like the big fat Greek wedding style where like all the ne- all the relatives lived in the same neighborhood. Like even now where I live, I can walk and within a mile, I will hit seven relatives homes. Like it's, it's tiny, tiny community. That's beautiful though. Like I wish I was that like close to family. And I wish I was that close to even like friends of family. Like there's sections of San Diego and LA where like a lot of the people who are of the same community or the same church or whatever, they actually have houses very close to or in the same neighborhood. So you, you run into them at the market, you run into them at the local grocery store. And so it's not like necessarily like within the same walking distance, but you still have that community where you see the same people you see you know, and then you get to ask and you get to be a part of these people's lives. I mean, we have social media now, but there's nothing like running into like that one grandma at the store and being like, how is your granddaughter? How is your grandson? Is he still single? Is he still hot? Like, you know, I just broke up with my boyfriend. (laughs) Hint, hint. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. You want to like hook us up here? Maybe that's why there's so many single people. It's because we're not running into the eyes at the grocery store anymore. Think about it. Forget the matchmakers, like the Ayadas. I feel like they'd be the best matchmakers of all. They are. My Ayad tried to hook me up with this guy. And like, we ended up like, I'm not even joking you, you guys. Like, we went to this lady's house for uh, lunch. She did a whole trapezi and everything. Her uh, her son, her sons uh, weren't married. And uh, my yaya was like trying to sell me on this guy. I was like, I think I was like 19 or 18 or something. And she's like, he's a dentist. He has a money. He has a house. He have this, this, whatever. And I'm like, um, can I just graduate? Like, I just want to pass here. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> anyway, so we ended up, she ended up like, we ended up going to this woman's house, having d- lunch and everything. And like, you know, and th- this uh, like this woman, she like brings out her uh, her cell phone and she's like, look, this is my son. You like him? And I'm just like, what? What? I, like, I didn't realize what was happening until after we left because I just didn't it did, just didn't make sense to me what was happening. But uh, uh, this these things do happen. So. I did not fall for this guy clearly, and I didn't find him attractive at all. But you know what? She was taking care of me clearly, <laughs> trying to find me a cabral. <laughs> so speaking of that, like obviously I'm getting uh, up there in age, so my relatives are trying to match make me with people, and I don't really have a specific type, so it's a little difficult to pinpoint, you know, which guy I find attractive or not. And a lot of my relatives just like miss the mark. But my Thea, Georgia, my Yaya's cousin, she will pick the best guys for me. Like she literally, my, her niece, my Thea Michelle and her will go out to lunch and she'll find some guy and she'll be like, for Patricia, I'm going to go ask him. He's single. And she goes up to people. She's like, you Greek. I have a niece. She needs to get married. And, and it's like, it's so embarrassing 
But like at the same time, like my Thea Michelle will like secretly record it or like take photos of the guy and she'd be like, yeah, this is who your Thea Georgia is trying to set you up with. Like, but then we found out he's actually married or, you know, like these kind of things. Like, but I will say, you know, shout out Thea Gigi. You do pick the good looking men and they're always usually tall too, which, you know, (laughs) Greek tall and uh, decent looking. (laughs) I'm not going to, can I have your Thea? Can I give her my number? Listen, Thea Um, would love it. Let's take her on a trip. We'll come out to see you in San Diego. We'll go visit our cousins and uh, she'll match make us all. I, I, okay. So I'm that person from friends. I'll do, I am your Thea Gigi, Gigi, right? Yeah. I'm your Thea Gigi. Um, for my friends. And I get so mad when I see someone cute and my friend doesn't pull like a laurel. I'm like, really? And I'm really classy about it too. I will go up to the guy. I will have him like in the group, in the parea. He will become best friends. I will, I will be the one that invites him out so that like, you know, y'all can get to know each other. I have set up so many people and now they're all married, but they don't give back. But no, uh, I've been set up once, one time by, um, these papu this like this papu anyways um and his his grandpa you know may he rest in peace he uh was so greek like stereotypical grab your hand tell you all about philosophy let you know why greeks are greek and why we're the best and why you know every word in the english language comes from us and how we invented everything and uh he uh he set me up with his grandson who thought I was too Greek. And like he, like <laughs> he was scared of me. Like I was just like, all she does is talk about being Greek. And I didn't mention being Greek once. And it turns out he was dating some girl. Um, Cause he was like half and half. He was Greek and American, like, I don't know, some white. And um, that was like his major side was the white side. And uh, he, yeah, he definitely had a um, girlfriend on the side who was um like from Japan or something and they ended up getting married like six months later so like he went out with me and it decided that he was going to come out to his family so they stopped setting him up on random blind dates with growing girls that he didn't want to date but it was great for him that's good for him though that he like finally got it within him to like speak up absolutely i just call me good good luck laurel you guys remember that movie good luck chuck where like you date him and then you end up getting married speaking about marriage i had this one uh i went to a jeweler i was in yanana and we're whatever visiting family and uh yanana is known uh for its silver and it's like craft it's like their craftsmanship or whatever i guess you could say anyway uh Went to go find this particular bracelet. I I uh, ended up finding it at this one jeweler, whatever. I went in and um, <laughs> and he goes to me, he's like, oh, in Greek, he goes, oh, you're so beautiful. <laughs> and like, whatever, right? Totally like throwing out the compliments, like, oh, popo, like, yeah, you have a boyfriend, you have like that. And I was like, oh. Uh, what's happening here? <laughs> like, like he was like trying to like totally befriend me, and like, oh, like you're from Canada, okay, like very nice, like, and I was like, okay, and he's like, oh, if you come back, like I have a son, if you come back next week, he's gonna be out of the army, and um, you know, uh, 
he can uh, ask you to marry you. And I'm like, what? Wait, like, so not what? even not even like a dating like a suiting suitorship or whatever it's called like you're just gonna no. be like from zero to married yeah like this this dad was like dude she's the one and like it was like <laughs> but meanwhile i was like i think i was like uh gonna leave in a couple of days or whatever so it was just like i never went back but he like totally showed me a picture of his son and he's like this is my son he's uh, very smart he's this 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 very handsome boy and uh i never went back so who knows maybe he's still single oh i will hope not (laughs) (laughs) and he's waiting for you still yeah how many years later he's gonna be listening to the podcast like ah etsy etsy (laughs) pigeon Uh, I have one last um, stereotype. What about gossiping? Like, oh, I thought you'd be like talking about us being late. But yes, gossiping. Sorry, gossip- go ahead. Yeah, no, like gossiping. Like we're known for for the gossip. Like, I don't know. No, no. See, what it is, it's not that we enjoy gossiping. We're very smart people. You know how we're smart? Because we know everything. You know how we know everything? We tell each other everything. That's how it works. And we're never wrong. You have to, thank you. You have to know the information to have an opinion about the information. Okay. I don't, I don't want to like talk about other people, but I want to know all the information. Yes. So I'm like, is that gossip or not? Yes. But no. If I think if you're like also like engaging in the like gossip, you're like, oh, oh my God. Whatever, then it's like, okay, you're kind of like, <laughs> you're kind of in it now because you like, you're engaging in it. So, um, I don't <laughs> cut, out, cut, cut that out. <laughs> no. It's different if it's for entertainment purposes or if it's for the no, if you need to know for the knowledge, you know, hey, don't bother so-and-so for looking sad because, you know, they look sad for a reason. Here's the reason. X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. It's so everybody knows. Not a bad thing. See, that, I okay. Yes, that's, I agree with that. Thank you. No, see, I don't necessarily want to be a part of the story, but I want to know the story. And like, I don't, I have never really been into the way Greek people like and it I don't find it so much with our generation as much but I definitely found it like in my grandmother's generation or like the women at church where they would be like oh did you hear about this or oh this person's son got into this college or oh like did you see that girl or that girl went out with this guy and and, you know it was it it was exactly what this being I was saying like this like the more information you have the more you can it wasn't like they were judging people but it was like it was just too much like it was too much knowledge or information about people but I want to know like the story like I you know if you come up to me and you're complaining and like we are a community right so like there's going to be problems people are going to step on each other's toes there are stereotypes that aren't the most positive but like I just want to know I want to know who I'm dealing with I want to know the story like and I also don't want to like because sometimes people are mean to other people like if Patricia did something to Danae, I'm going to, I'm going to want to know it. Like, I'm going to want to know it because a, I can like fix it 
but also be like, where's my loyalty? Like, I think like great people are really loyal. And I think we like to know information so that we can make the best decision on. And I think it's also why we Greeks really present ourselves in a certain way. We care about our reputations. And I find that very much true to be true about Greek people or the ones I've encountered is we care about our reputations. Um, and we don't want to be embarrassed and we don't want to embarrass our families and we don't want to, you know, we always, we want to, we want to be affluent members of the community, I feel like. So we try to get information maybe. Yeah. Again, option C, it's also about being smart and knowledgeable period. Like I need to know, I need to know if I need to have my guard up around certain people. If I can feel comfortable and just put it out all, you know, put it all out on the table. I need to know. Or like, so you don't embarrass yourself in front of them. Like if someone had good news, you just got engaged and I'm sitting there having a whole conversation with you. And I didn't, and you know, I didn't congratulate you on your son's engagement, like makes me look like the jerk. Or if someone had like something terrible happen to them, like that's back to it being information more than gossiping. But I do think there is a good amount of, you know, people just like in every other culture that love to gossip for the toxicity as well. Just Greeks talks too much. You even see it like on, you know, Instagram, you see it on, you know, even in our own families, like, you know, someone, everyone knows something about somebody. It's very weird, but I like it. I wouldn't want, I've had it where like, I'm away from the community and I don't like it. Like, I want to know what's going on in people's lives. Like, I, I'll take the negative. Yeah. And like, obviously, you know, we have the the whole platform here where we could do the gossip. And I want to know the gossip. And if anyone has gossip to tell us, email us at kuklispodcast at gmail.com or slide into our DMs because we want to be in the know, but not to gossip, but because we want to know so that we can know, be the learning and we can know everything. You know what I really want to know? I really want to know who the Malakis are out there. I want to know which guys uh, in the Greek community broke your heart. I want to know which ones are the good ones. I want to know everything. I want to be like, am I like, you know, am I the Malaka? Like, I want to, I want to know this. I want to, I want to know all the gossiping and the, you know, the good stories. But only for informational purposes, not to gossip. No, absolutely. I just want to know because we're going to like eventually have a matchmaking thing, right? We can, I'm a great matchmaker. How am I going to matchmake you with this guy? What if this guy ended up being something and you could have just told me and then I would have known. And if you didn't tell me, you have to look, we have to look after our kuklis, right? We have to look after each other. We are all on team kukla here. So, you know, it's for informational purposes. We are super excited to get the gossip from you. Don't forget to email us at kuklispodcast at gmail.com. Slide into those DMs. And we will see you uh, next week for a special Pasca episode. Filakia! 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 Filakia!